Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 41 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season two, episode 18, Holiday. But That's basically our AKA. <laughs> well, actually, I did have, I wanted to go with Freaky Holiday. Friday Stargate style. <laughs> but I think Holiday is going to stick a little bit. Holiday first aired January 13th, 1999. Uh, I don't think that was a Friday because I don't think it aired on Fridays. Dang, that would have been really cool. It would have been perfect. Yeah. I should have looked up if it was a Friday. <laughs> it was written by Tor Alexander Valencia, which is still. I think my favorite name of a writer and director. Oh, Alexander Valencia. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It sounds like he wrote Don Quixote. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's someone just who's been around forever. Name. Yeah. Uh, and then it was directed by David Wary Smith. Right. Um, so our major guest star of this one uh, is is the guy that plays uh, Michello. It's an actor I think we're we're fairly <laughs> unfamiliar with. Uh, Michael, thanks. Oh, Michael Shanks. What? I've never heard this. Michael, <laughs> that's so. Odd. I love that they had him play it. How long into the episode did you either know it was Michael or start to think that it was Michael? Well, here's the thing. I suspected something fishy from the beginning. And, 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 like, I was like, something's up. I got to pay attention to this. Well, to me, something, to like the first time I saw something was up because I was like, that's old age makeup, not yes. done. Well, and that's what it is. It was like, okay, this is makeup. Why did they make up a, a, a person? Yeah. Like, why did they just not use an older character? And it's like, you know, like, when we saw, like, Nazdraya dude? Like, yeah. He was yeah. like, okay, just, uh, you know, old, you know, yeah. eccentric character. But I'm like... Who is that? Is it Jack? Is it Jack? Is it Jack? It's not Jack. Is it Jack? Is it Jack? It's not Jack. That's what my brain did. It's probably someone. It's probably Jack. It's not Jack. We've already established that brain. Focus. So there was a lot of that. But yeah, and halfway through, I think there's a, a couple points where it talks about the similarities between them. Yeah, and I feel at oh, one point. Oh, I feel like that's a whole bunch of foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. But I also feel like when it's the biggest portion is like, I'm Daniel Jackson. I'm Daniel Jackson, yeah. and I'm like trying not to look at you while this is going on because I'm well, like, I mean, this yeah. is the most obvious uh, yeah. part, but that's because I know it's Michael Shanks. Yeah, and that's and I'm like, okay, it's probably it's probably him, but I'm waiting for him to go to the camera and be like, huh? Yeah, huh? wink, wink, huh? wink, wink. I'm Michael yeah. Shanks. Um, see, see uh-huh. how I'm Michael Shanks, but I'm not lying because I am Michael Shanks. <laughs> It's like, all right, all right, guys, we get it. Don't beat us in the head. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I like that part. <laughs> uh, the one other person, because there weren't a, t- a ton of other guests in this one, uh, yeah. was... His new BFF? No, it's actually <laughs> the cop, Daryl oh. uh, Sh- Scheller. Scheller? Sure. Let's go with Sir- Scheller. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is actually normally a stunt performer, and he's okay. worked on a ton of films just in recent years. Oh, uh, right X-Men Days of Future Past, Deadpool. He's the double for Yondu in the next Guardians film coming up. Oh, right um, on. Like, Suicide Squad. You had like, me at Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool is... Sweet. I love Deadpool. That's really cool I stuff. chimichanga Deadpool. <laughs> uh, I like it. Um, but I just love this episode because this is the trope that every science fiction show does at one point in its life. The body swap uh, The episode. body swap episode. Nice. Um, That's a good AKA, too. Yeah. The body swap episode. 
holiday. I um, like the body swap as the name of a really dirty sex move. <laughs> that's where my head is today. Yeah, that's the body does. swap. I don't know what well, it involves. Well, when we get later to grasping. Please grasp- don't ask me suggestions. When we I get later to grasping handles. <laughs> oh my, yeah. <laughs> And we'll leave it there. <laughs> yes. Um, so we start on a very quiet, seemingly deserted alien planet. And I love when the Stargate is just in someone's lab. Yeah. It just, the Stargate's just in their house. Yeah. It's like a decorative element yeah. behind the TV. It's <laughs> just hanging out. We think it frames the TV really nicely. So we'll hey, just leave it there. If I could frame my TV with the Stargate, yeah. you better bet I would. You know what would happen in my house is I would start throwing my clothes on it. <laughs> there's, well, It'd there's be no like corners. everything else. Yeah, There's that's no corners for yeah. this so close that's to hang very off true. of. Yeah. <laughs> but it'd be one of those things that you're like, oh, I haven't dusted the Stargate in a while. Ooh, I just wanna like do. I just wanna put like the door to my house yeah. in the middle of the like have I the Stargate. Stargate. Frame. Oh, that would be really cool. That'd be really cool. I want that now. <laughs> I want one in my backyard. Well, yeah. that's like how I want a, a TARDIS built into the wall and the door opens to my secret like study. Yeah. Like yeah, my yeah. secret yeah. a studio like a study. Yeah. yeah. I want the st- Stargate around the front door. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the gold in this person's private Stargate lab, uh, is it's not gold tech, but mm-hmm. there are very dramatic curtains. That, yeah, there's some interesting curtains, and then I don't know if we've gotten this far yet, but um, the old-timey iPad slash Game Boy. Oh, yeah, we're going to get there. Okay, good. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I will wait. Uh, but Sam finds something interesting, uh-huh. uh, and an older gentleman comes up from behind a dramatic curtain, and he has a head cold or something his right. whole it's, time. Yeah. Nasally, Very head nasally, cold voice. Yeah. Um, and Teal'c immediately recognizes him as Michello. Uh, he's not, he's someone who hasn't seen for years, and, um, he hasn't been seen since before Teal'c was born. He was a fugitive from the System Lords, mm-hmm. and one of Teal'c's first assignments was to basically hunt him down. Uh, he was developing technology to fight the System Lords, so they're going to, you know, take him as a host, stick a gold in that, so they can get all that information. Yeah. Put a gold in it. Put it a was gold like in the it. gold version yep. of put a bird on it. Yep. Yeah. Put a gold in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before they could Hipsters. before they could put a gold in that, he escaped and killed several Jaffa, uh, which Jack finds surprising. He's looking yeah, at this old like, man. There's no way this old dude has ever done anything that cool. I'm also like, hey, Jack, you realize he was not always that old. Yeah, well, Jack doesn't think that way. <laughs> you realize at some point he was He's like, like your but age. but you're old. <laughs> You've always been. See, and Jack doesn't see his age. No. In Jack's brain, he's fucking Gaston. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? why? Fuck's that good meal so that's pretty much what it is. Every yeah. morning, it's that uh, he waits two thousand nine. So it's Daniel Lefou. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I think. Daniel Lefou. Oh, uh, could be. <laughs> could be. And then Teal can be the beast. No, you know what? I would say Daniel is uh, Lumiere, but he's not necessarily that cool. No, no, I want him to be Lefou. I want can- him to be Lefou to to uh, Jack's guest on. <laughs> that works. <laughs> And yeah, and, and Teal'c is definitely the beast. The beast. Yeah. Uh, so the the gentlemen say that he's not the man, that he's not this Michello, uh, and he's very confused as Daniel tries to talk to him, saying that he's Daniel Jackson after Daniel introduces himself. Yeah. No, I'm Daniel Jackson. No, I'm Daniel Jackson. No, like I'm Daniel Jackson. I feel like this is a, a page Jackson. out of like the Bugs Bunny handbook. Yeah. I'm just going to confuse Rabbit you with season, it. Duck yeah. season. Yeah. Rabbit season. Duck season. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, and Sam asks that the inventions are to fight the ghoul. And he's like, yes! <laughs> Inventions to fight the ghoul! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 
and and the entire time you get this definite feeling that this man has dementia or something Something's very not similar. Okay. Yeah. Um, and eventually he leads Daniel over to this device to show him how it works, and they both grab the little handles. They grasp the handles yeah. on either side. Uh, there's a noise, and then Michello collapse, and yeah. Daniel's fine though. Yep. Yeah. Super fine. Totally okay. Sounds super convincing. I'm totally not in someone else's that body right now. Are you all right, sir? Is totally convincing. I know. Kaylee agrees. <laughs> um, and Jack's like, it's time to time to go through the gate. Yeah. This is the we're done now. This is yeah. I'll Can, let you take it. So my here's my one thing is that this this I'm conflicted. There's one of two ways, and I can't decide. And I want to see which way you go on okay. this. Is Michello that good of an actor and playing them this entire time? Or is Michello actually suffering from dementia or from something like this? And once he gets into another brain, the synapses are working again and the connections are being made. Oh, no, I think he's playing them. The whole time. Because I originally would think that he, he, this actually is him going crazy, except for Daniel's not going crazy. The synopses tend to be firing when Daniel's in the body. No, I, you know, based on some of the conversations we have towards the end of the episode, and some of the things that we see come out of him, and and some confessions he makes. So he's just. this dude's totally just. He's just a damn good actor. Steel trap of a mind. Gotcha. Yeah, he's just fucking with them. That's, that's, I'm convinced that's what it is. When I, for a while, couldn't really decide, because I was, again, I'm like, is that. Kaylee agrees with one of us. Uh, Could have decided if he was that good of an actor. I think Kaylee is trapped. Michello is trapped into Kaylee. Yep. And he did it wrong. And he's done now. Yes. (laughs) The end. And then credits. Yes. (laughs) The end. The end. Um, So then we're in the infirmary and Janet is uh, clearing, you know, Daniel after the mission. Uh, He does seem a bit out of it, though. Right. And Medaniel, as I'm just going to call him for the episode. (laughs) I like that. He's just tired, though. Um, That's like his street name. Yeah, his street name. Medaniel. But he does, if you notice, he's not sitting still this entire scene. He's like rocking back his, like on his butt cheeks back and forth on the bed. He's testing out the body. Yeah. testing out the shocks. Yeah. And so, and and Janet doesn't want him driving for a few days, though. And she's kind of shocked when he doesn't get a fight over it. He's, He's like, just like, okay, okay, I don't understand what driving means, so and, whatever. And Janet's like, um, okay, I was expecting a fight, a fight over yeah. that, but go ahead. <laughs> um, and then Daniel, in Michelle's body, on Actual the other hand, um, has, at this, we find out, to been tortured at this point is so weak he's just most likely not going to live much longer. Right. There's not much that he's what that I Janet called old guy Daniel. Old guy my, Daniel. There you my go. Notes, so. Old, old guy, guy Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> uh, in the briefing room, uh, Hammond is getting briefed on the device. This is the Kindle. This is the yes. original Kindle Game Boy. It's, it's like if you took an iPad and a Game Boy, like the original Game Boy, yeah. and then made a baby. Yeah, like it a, would make this device. An original Kindle. Yeah, kind of. And I, I swear, I think my mom had something like this. Yeah. And it was some sort of weird tablet thing. Yeah. And I think she had, it was similar to what your mom's done, where she wanted it work. Yes. And it was like, but what it, but why? But why is this? <laughs> but why? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, said the snob who had an, uh, an iMac. So I'm going <laughs> to because that's who I was. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> so Medaniel walks in and apologizes for being late, being tired. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't recognize it either. And he's just like, do you recognize this, Daniel? He goes, nope. No, nothing, that's it. And looks away. And Sam's like, 
the fuck's wrong with I've you? I've never seen this before in my life. It's like, <laughs> all right, drama queen, we're just asking if you recognize the notes or not. Yeah. Um, and... So then they're dismissed, and, and Daniel's like, so J- Dr. Frazier said that I should go home today, and Hammond's like, fine, go, go okay, ahead. bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Basically how that one was, yeah. I didn't need you here anyway. It's already five o'clock. You can just go home Why anyway. are you still here? <laughs> so we get a shot of Daniel getting driven home, uh, and not walking into the door, but instead turning down the street. Mm-hmm. So... This is the kind of stuff I like, because this okay. was shot in Vancouver. Yes. So this building, it's the address on the screen is this building's real address, 1152 Mainland Street. Oh, I'm going there. Yeah. It's in <laughs> Yale Town area of Vancouver, um, and it now, according to Google Street View, looks like it's like a Sotheby's International Realty location. Oh, okay. It also looks like it's across the street of some amazing diner. Nice. Like, some amazing... Eatery is happening on the side oh, of this I road. Oh, I it, yeah. Uh, because, wh- like, according to Google, across the street is a Yale Town distillery bar and kitchen, which literally sounds like it was a place that was made for me. They were like, this is the Nixie place. Yes. The, the Nixie place is across the street. And uh, it's fairly accurate um, to the building that we saw earlier okay. in Fire and Water that was his yes. apartment. Yeah. Because I checked Google Street View because seriously, visiting cities in the world oh, via yeah. Google Street View is one of my favorite hobbies. So it is, it is really cool. There's actually, I found recently, um, oh, I wish I remembered the name of it. I'll, I'll put it in our notes somewhere. But there's like this... Uh, this app that you can add to your Google Chrome if you yeah. use Google Chrome, where you can play with um, Google Maps and then it gives you old-timey actual maps of those locations. Oh, that's cool. There's another one, because I'm obsessed with maps, Yes. Uh, where there's a quiz. Oh, and cool. so you Google map all over the world and oh, it asks yes. you a quiz and it's like, find this on the map. And so you get like a budget of like 10,000 miles. Yeah. So if your answer's off by 100 miles, so that pulls off your budget. And okay. then you see how far you get. Super wow. cool. I'm adding it to our notes. Yeah, that's that. awesome. Um, but this, fun fact, the building <laughs> that was his apartment in Firewater is the building that is across the street that houses the bar and kitchen. Nice. Because there's these really, over, these overhangs that are really, really distinctive that are like on the end. So it's like the half a block down the street. So that was his apartment on Fire and Water. And apparently he moved across the street to this other building. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes people do that. They do. Move. Sometimes. Yeah. It's like in, in Bobby's world. I don't know if you watched that when you were little, but there yeah. was one, uh, like a, a storyline. I watch Bobby's world. <laughs> I don't I never know. The most Minnesotan <laughs> mother of yes, any that's in the world. animated film or animated <laughs> cartoon ever. There's this, an entire storyline where Bobby's really stressed out because they're going to move mm-hmm. and then it's moving day. And yeah. then it turns out that they're moving like across the street. Yeah. So this is a real thing that happens. Um, also, apparently, according to Google View, they block off that street and have a really good looking farmer's market. <laughs> and you know how much I love farmer's markets. Okay. By the way, that game is called Smarty Pins. Smarty Pins? Smarty okay. Pins on Google Maps. Okay. Um, <laughs> now that we're done with the <laughs> mini tour of Vancouver farmer's markets. Yeah. Uh, you know, this episode is, should be like on the tourist, um, you know, website yeah. for... We have a couple spots. Yeah, the, for, for Vancouver. Because now I'm like, well, I kind of go, I'd like to visit that city. Oh, I've been wanting to visit Vancouver well, for a long <laughs> I believe that. Times. Yeah. I love Canada. Uh, so back in the infirmary, uh, Jack 
is called in since Michello isn't Michello. It's Daniel Jackson, old person Daniel. <laughs> old Daniel. Uh, which naturally Jack doesn't buy. Uh, right. He was pulling the same trick on the planet. I'm yeah. Daniel Jackson. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but Janet's like, he does know shit that only Daniel would know. Yeah. Like, Cassandra's a 12-year-old girl they found on P8X987. I, and, okay, so I love this part because... Jack doesn't know that. No, he doesn't and know. So he kind planets. of looks at the room and he's like, "Oh yeah, that totally." Like after and, and everybody Sam's, else reacts, and Sam's like, "Yo, no, that planet's right." That's right. And then because he's like, "Is is that is that?" I wouldn't know if that was yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> and that the Stargate was found in the Dig of Giza, and that Daniel doesn't have a sister, and even if he did, he wouldn't check <laughs> Jack near her. That's probably my favorite of all the questions. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're like, "Okay, then who did we just send home to Daniel's place?" Yeah. Ta da. So Daniel is now just talking to everyone on the streets and they're just ignoring him because they think he's a little unstable, except sure. for Fred, yes. uh, who asks if he has any spare change and tells him that the reason they're not talking to you is because you're a little strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to go feast together, celebrating their strangeness and their new friendship. And yeah. if it is the custom, they will celebrate on him. I'm so glad he didn't land in, like, San Francisco. Yeah. Or or some other city where the homeless people are a little bit tougher. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he, he landed in San Francisco, you basically have the scene from Star Trek Four. Oh, I don't know what that is. You haven't seen the scene in Star Trek? Have you seen Star Trek Four? I don't think I have. Do you realize it's set in San Francisco, right? They're looking oh, for the humpback whales. Wow. Okay. It's going on my list of things to watch. <gasps> I haven't seen it yet. I have not We're seen gonna it We're going to watch this because okay. the this best is bet is at one point, Uhura and Chekhov <laughs> are on the street and they're like, we're looking for the base in Alameda. Oh. Like, we're looking for the base in Alameda and all the people are just ignoring them. And one of the extras apparently was supposed to continue walk and she stops and she goes, um, I think it's across the bay. That is across Alameda. the bay. That's about what I was going to yell. But just, but like, like, that's not even in the city. <laughs> I like, where's Alameda? I think it's across the bay in Alameda. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know what? I'm so glad that extra did that because that is yeah. exactly what someone would have done. Exactly. Because it's like, hey, hey, usually we're going to ignore you, but I have a chance to prove to you how dumb you are. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm going to say something. And again. it's, it's no, you. we need to in watch the most passive aggressive way possible. So we need to start, we need to watch the show for because Sweet. it is literally set in, in you, there's an aquarium on the water. Oh, yeah, I've been there. And I've been yeah, there. <laughs> you need to. You need, you need to watch this, ladies and Not gentlemen. You all know now what we're doing after this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um. So in the briefing room, Janet explains medically. Yes, he's an elderly gentleman suffering from acute pulmonary damage, but he has the conscience and memory of Daniel. No clue how. That happens because, but it kind of, it's not all the realms of possibilities. We were we are a unique network of neurons in the cerebral cortex. Mm-hmm. And if Daniel's mind were mapped onto Michello's brain, then guess sure. shit can happen that way. Yeah. Um, Jack wants to, just wants to know that, you know, so it's it's probably only one way then. It's just, just Daniel got mapped onto Michello and we're like, shh. Just, sure it is. Sure, no words now. Only um, dreams. <laughs> Hammond says that the doorman in Daniel's building says he never came home. Um, mm-hmm. She's Janet's like, this is way beyond my knowledge level. I'm going to call in some specialists who we never yep. see. She just contacts him off screen, yeah. I guess. Well, he's invisible. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, invisible friend. Yeah. Um, that's how she retains all the knowledge. She passes that knowledge on to an invisible friend. Yeah. And yeah. just calls him in when needed. And it's her snuffle up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I love snuffle. 
stuff. I'm laughing is so much. He's real. <laughs> so Jack and the rest of the team are going to get the device, um, and they're going to be considering hazardous material. <laughs> well, so yeah. there's not a ton in this episode to actually go for science-wise, for sure. but cerebral cortex. Um mm-hmm. Literally, it is what helps make us be us. Okay. It's it's the gray matter. Whoa, that's deep. Okay. I know. I oh, know. Cool. So humans have pretty much the highest ratio of, of like, gray matter to non-gray matter. Like, okay. the largest amount of gray matter in no, proportion no, no. to the brain size. Got it. Of any mammals, especially our frontal lobes, oh, which yeah. is where all the complex all the complex work goes on. It's all the reasoning, the abstract thought, the higher yeah. like the, the, the thinking, thinking shit. Yeah, the critical thinking, all the thinking shit goes right on there. On. Um and like there's four there's sort of four lobes. Um, and so the front one's the frontal lobe. The next ones back are the parietal lobe, which tends to help with like sensory information, you know, the feel, um, touch and like spatial awareness. And then the temporal lobes, which is kind of sitting on either side. And that's like memories, language. It's like the media recorder of the brain. Got it. Sure. Uh, All the long-term memory. How a, a center feeling the communication will, center maybe? Uh, not no, no, not so much. Yeah, this is how like a sense or or a feeling will trigger an emotion. Oh, gotcha. It's, okay, it's that. It's all. Oh, it's cool. a storage bank. Okay. Yeah, and then the furthest back is the occipital lobe, which is all the seeing things. Right, occipital. On. It sounds like you're optical. saying a lot of words that I'm like kind of following. Yeah, and I'm really interested, but I'm just gonna agree with you. Well, it's all it's all it's like I said, it's all the gray matter, it's all the thinking sure. stuff, and not like the brain stem, which is so all. So it's, of it's the, not the instinct; it's the critical thinking, the thought process. The, yeah, the, the more sophisticated, exactly. If you will, yeah, uh, right on. Okay, so, I'll take it. Yeah. Um. So then SG One is back in Michella's lab in Hazard Gear. Sam goes looking for some books that hopefully she could read, mm-hmm. uh, and Jack reminds her to not touch anything. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jack and Teal go and touch things, but they put yeah. handles on the handles of the machines. Yeah, so they're your, not touching your nerf it. Nerf foam handles. Yes. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and as they're about to grab it, Sam yells at. Like, she found something and it sort of makes Jack jump a little bit. So, yeah, I love this have part. Have a panic attack. I didn't catch it till the rewatch, obviously. Yeah. But I was like, oh, oh, it's gonna. Oh, no, it doesn't happen here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so. She uh, she thinks she found, like, a life support device, which is yeah. probably why he's been living so long. And as they go to pick up the the transfer device with the little foam handles, we get that sound effect, which yeah. can't be good. Nope, nope. This is the, oh, shit's just hit the fan sound. So we come through the gate and have an ass how it went. And <laughs> I'm going to call him J- Jack? Jack? Jackal? <laughs> It was like Jack and Teal'c is... Jilk? Jilk? It's Jilk. Jilk? Okay. Yeah. So Jilk says it didn't go very well. Yeah. And O'Teal'c proclaims, you think? <laughs> like that. And, and Sam has this look of, yeah, um, I may have broke the team, guys. Okay, let me just tell you that in the category of face acting, which is one that we keep coming up, this face made me laugh out loud in a way that no face has ever made me laugh. Because she's like... Yes, yeah, just kind of hit the. It was like that. It was an eighties sitcom. Yeah, that's that's what happened. Face like yeah. I was waiting for the wah wah. Yeah, <laughs> but it was the best face that I can imagine. Like she's just like I don't I I don't something know something happened. I, I was seriously I turned my back for two seconds. I, yeah, general, I, I tried. I tried. The dog got out and pooped in the neighbor's <laughs> face. There's nothing else I can tell you. <laughs> 
neighbor's face. Yeah, well, that's where that's where the dog would go. <laughs> Kaylee, have you ever pooped on a neighbor's face? Yeah, she she yipped at me. And, She's side eyeing me right now. Dare, yeah, how dare I? On the face. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> so in the lab, um, they did get the machine back. Uh, and Oteil feels all weird. He has a snake in his body. Yeah. Well. Jalk just has this nice normal body over there, <laughs> but he's like, "Well, a symbiote is normal for me. Yeah, it's this body's weird for me. <laughs> How do you think I feel?" Yeah. Um, and Sam comes in and says they haven't found Medaniel yet, and she can't <laughs> read any of the information on the tablet yet. But good news yeah. is I can just experiment on you guys while we're waiting for Medaniel. She's just like. I don't have any good thing to share, so I'm just going to make this face again. <laughs> She's like, I'm just going to assume that it's reversible yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. Sucks to be you guys. So this she is does like a little soft shoe in the background. <laughs> so this is where they start grasping at handles. Yeah. <laughs> just, so they go to just grab the handles. And nope, that doesn't work. Nope. And so they switch sides to grab the other handles. And nope, and we're just going to continue from there. There's a lot of talk about how to grasp handles yeah. and experimenting with handle grasping. And grasping each other's handles. And, <laughs> and there being an in and out, and yeah. I'm not touching yeah, any no, of shit. Let's not go there. Let's just uh, move. How this did is, they read these lines? This is where, they probably took a while. Yeah. There's probably a lot there was giggling. of giggling There's giggling. And, and someone being like, all right, let's be adults here. And no. it's like, no, you be no, an adult. We're not adults. So sometime later in the same lab, I'm assuming they've been grasping handles for about five hours well, now. Yeah, after after you grasp your handles, at some point you're just exhausted. No. So it's like, I cannot grasp any more handles. <laughs> so Jelk is just not feeling so hot. Also, Junior's, that's a new band name. Yeah. <laughs> Junior's just squirming around a lot in there. And and Otilk o- o- is... It's like, most likely that's because the body's contracted something and the symbiote has to figure out how to repair it. Yeah. But no worries. You just have to put your body in the state of Kelnorim. That's, oh, that's all? That's yeah. the thing I can do. This well, is done. the first time we hear about Kelnorim is in this episode. Uh-huh. And basically it's Jaffa sleeping. It's just, you, you go into this super deep trance. Gotcha. And like Junior can sort of take over, not take over and take over Goldwise, but can sort of like, do his I don't have to fight against this and can be an immune system. Gotcha. I, I think a couple times before. It's like letting it out to run free in the wilderness. Yes. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. Uh, uh, I think a couple times when we saw them camping on planet, we would see Teal meditating. Yes, yeah. And, instead of sleeping. That's so fair. that's, he was in Kelnarim. He just, there was no name for it or it. organization for it yeah. yet. This, this brings to mind, though, an idea that, um, y- you know, if 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 somehow this ever happened, Teal'c could handle being pregnant. Yes, Teal'c could handle being pregnant. Jack, on the other hand, no, would be like the biggest pain in the ass that yes. you've ever met in yes. your entire life. There is an episode in Star Trek Enterprise <laughs> where Trip, who is kind of very very Jack like, <laughs> accidentally gets impreg- impregnated. Uh, yeah. By, like, holding hands. <laughs> well, that's how usually how it happens. Yeah, that's how you get pregnant. No, I feel like Don't at some point I would just be like, would you shut the fuck up about your ankles? <laughs> you're not the first w- person in the world to give birth. Just because you're the first dude in the world to give birth yeah. doesn't mean jack shit. Yeah, so, so it's snuff. Yeah, but I love that. Because he's sitting there complaining about, about Junior. It's like, what do you think it feels like when a baby kicks? It's probably the same bullshit. <laughs> Says a girl who has no idea what it would be like. <laughs> yeah. Or has no desire to. Um, 
So back in wait in Teal's quarters. Um, so Jack <laughs> Jelk points Jilk, out that Jilk. Yeah. I keep pronouncing That's okay. it wrong. Jilk points out that Otilk's body just doesn't look so good. Mm-hmm. And if Ginger doesn't get the chance to do his magic, the body's going to die. So mm-hmm. let's get to it, yo. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of candles. Lots of candles. Yeah. I'm guessing... They're necessary. They're, these might be a fire hazard inside of the mountain. The, yeah. But I guess maybe Teal got like a medical slash religious exemption. That's right. Yeah, you know what? You're candles. exactly right. That's got to be what it comes down to. You would think there'd be some sort of like, well, at least you have to have them in a certain like container Listen, or something. If I couldn't have open flames in my dorm room... Yeah. <laughs> then you probably can't, yeah. Then you probably can't inside of a mountain. But also, who's going to say no to Teal? This is true. <laughs> but if Hammond said no to Teal, Teal'd be like, okay. That's true. That's true. I mean. But I think like the poor HR person we're not, in we're charge not, of this stuff. Teal hasn't like stood up and said, you shall not pass to anyone. That's he true. was like, can I light some candles so I can meditate, yo? But realistically, Hammond has no cares or ideas no. of what goes into these rooms. So it's like this poor, like, you, you know, like dorm manager yeah. person who like comes and gets your <laughs> sheets. RA. Yeah, this RA. Yeah, this RA is supposed to come by and be like, hey, somebody needs to tell him about the candles. Yeah. She's like, I'm not fucking doing I'm that. I'm not knocking you on do that it. door. You go ahead. tell him. <laughs> anyway. So we cut to a diner uh, as <laughs> Medaniel and Fred walk in. Uh, and there's an extra from the Central Perk and Friends okay, comes yeah. up to help them. So I'm going to stop you here for a second because I'm going to go through the 90s girl trope checklist. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I made one. And this was all jotted down in like 30 seconds. There's probably some that I've missed. But we've got frosted eyeshadow. Yes. Check. Baby barrette. Check. Check. Dark lipstick. Check. (laughs) The pixie haircut. The pixie haircut. I was like, yes. Um, Over-tweezed eyebrows. Uh, Scarf around the neck. The scarf around the neck. Um, We we don't pan down to see, but I'm certain she's wearing Doc Martens. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, she's wearing Or some other clunky shoes. And probably either hip huggers or a denim skirt. Yeah. That's what's happening. Yep. So she is like the 90s And if she's wearing a denim skirt, she has like bright colored tights on. Oh, yeah. She's like, she's stepped out of, she's watching empire records far too many times and, and she's just she's like watches no, friends she's, religiously but I say, she's an she's next yeah. from the central park uh, friends was going on yeah while this episode yeah she's bang. she's gonna go home and watch friends tonight because this is before the times of dvr yes yes <laughs> but yeah i'm looking at this girl going oh my god <laughs> i was like you walked in you you were in my high school yeah there was many of you in my high school i might have been her i might have been her <laughs> i was not I did. Um, I, I had all of the things except probably the dark lipstick because that's what the Cholas wore. I did. <laughs> that was not going to be one of those. I didn't wear makeup. I was the person. Well, I did wear glitter. Uh-huh. I wore a lot of eye glitter. Oh wow! In the yeah. day, yeah, that's um, very similar to. Frosted I did Shadow. have. I did have Doc Martens, but I choose. I was the person you would much more find me in Birkenstocks and striped toe socks. Oh, together I had a friend like that with no. homemade elephant bell bottoms with giant lace. My on the bottom. You, you dress uniform has not changed very much since then. It was dresses <laughs> and and boots. Sometimes it was the the docks I stole from my sister because I was not getting my own pair. So I was also the one that, this was, what, a year before 
the first Lord of the Rings came yeah, out. Yeah, that's fair. I wore my hair in the legless braids <laughs> more days than I will care to admit. I spent like weeks that. trying to perfect that that side temple braid oh, behind man. the ear and down. See, and I I uh, worshipped Janine Garofalo, oh, and so I yeah. had the unfortunately yeah. too short bangs. <laughs> oh, I had those, and but then somehow there was like a hair flip too. Oh, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> Nobody needs to ever do that. Don't do that. I lost bangs <laughs> in like third grade and have never had them again. I, in my see, life. I think I got bangs in like second grade yeah. and have never gone back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so my Daniel wants everyone here to feast on him yeah. because it's a celebration of life. Good job, bro. <laughs> she's not an idiot. She's yeah. looking at these two guys and goes, okay, I'm gonna need a credit card first. Sure, We need yeah. to put a hole on this card. Yeah. And Fred looks, you, I love, I feel, I want to give Fred a hug because he has this disappointed look on his face. He was like, this was too good to be true. Yeah. And it's not I the, thought you were my friend, but yeah. you're not really my friend. Well, it's, I think it's more of like, he can't afford this anymore than That's I true. can. This yeah. just isn't gonna happen. And then... But Daniel's like, well, where do I go to find a credit card? She's like, usually it's in your wallet. <laughs> and and he, he opens it up. Can I just take a moment that his wallet is Velcro? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Wallet, Daniel's Come wallet on, Daniel. is Velcro. <laughs> and it was like, will one of these do? And it's just like holds open the wallet to her. And she was like, yeah, I'll take this gold card here. Uh, yeah. Which I think said Versa Charge. <laughs> That's a thing. Um, it's, yeah, here we go. Um, That's real. And, <laughs> it's a real thing. And she's just like, I was like, dude, you're just reaching to a guy's wallet and taking out a credit card. Does he clearly seems mentally unstable. Yeah, that's a little uncomfortable. How yeah. do you sleep at night? Yeah. Also, how does Daniel have that many credit cards? He's like not existed for like a year. <laughs> they don't just give you all that back. He's probably got the shittiest credit score you've yeah, ever known to man. Half of them are probably still old. Half of them are that's canceled. Fair. He's just never cleaned yeah, out his that's credit very card. Fair. Yeah, in his old Velcro wallet. <laughs> that, I feel like he picked it up at like a surf shop somewhere. Yeah. It probably says Santa Cruz on it. I feel like <laughs> some other BS. <laughs> um, and then he was like, you are one of the most enchanting women I've seen in this lifetime. I would be honored with a kiss. And she's just like, yeah, I bet you would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just upcharge you everything and you're never going to notice. I'm going yeah. to put a $100 tip on your thing and yeah. you're never going to notice oh, it. Oh, she's totally, yeah. She's <laughs> taking advantage of this situation. She seems like she uh, would be one of, I just blanked on the movie. What's the, the click in Mean Girls? Oh, I don't remember their name either. But she's one of those. Yeah, sure. She's a I'll bitch. Yeah. Like, she's a bitch. Yeah. I, well, I feel like that's a little bit later than 99. It is. But it is. she, you know. I'm just she, talking she about the mentality. Out, yeah. She, she hung out with uh, Jenny Garth and, and, and Shannon Doherty on there you that go. 2 and 0. Oh, that, totally that works. Yeah. yeah. That works. Uh, they're essentially the same uh, trope of, of women. Done and done. Um, yes. So, fun fact. This diner is Hamburger Mary's Diner. It's a real diner. <gasps> it I is know what that is. Across the town, uh, different Hamburger Mary's than the one you're thinking of. Oh, dang. I think it just shares a name. Okay. But it looks like this amazing area. Like, the crosswalks are all rainbows. Nice. And, like, it just looks like this really amazing part of, of okay, Vancouver. Okay, I've already said I want visit. to go to Vancouver. <laughs> you don't have to convince me more. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> so, back in Tilk's in, in Tilk's quarters, uh, Jilk is is you know he's doing good. He doesn't really feel any better yet. It's sure. just because he's not quite in Kalnarim yet. You're you're getting there, but you need to try harder. Yeah. 
Oh, 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 Teal's just like, you're on the, you're not fucking it up entirely. Uh-huh. You're doing good for a human. But you're Keep, just Try harder. Cool. Oh, don't enough. kill my body. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. T- try harder to not kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so in the infirmary, Daniel, old man Daniel, is trying to translate the Kindle, uh, Game Boy Kindle. Yeah. He's just getting frustrated. Sam's like, look, you've at least figured out that it's a mix of ancient Latin and Greek. Mm-hmm. But the old man Daniel's like, Essentially, duh, a kindergarten can figure that out based on the forms that it is. Yeah, it's like, all right, snooty pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he just works himself up into passing out. Yeah. Uh, his blood pressure rises, and Janet's like, well, he's fallen into a coma now. Yeah, this is so where... Um, that's good. When I bad. when I did this rewatch, um, I started singing Daniel in a coma to the tune of the Smith's girlfriend in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> And I felt like a crazy person, but I felt like sharing that. <laughs> so now you've all got girlfriend in a coma stuck in your head. Unless you don't know it, it goes something like this. goes, girlfriend in a coma. I know. I know. It's serious. Except you're Morrissey when you're doing that. <laughs> you're all welcome. So in your head, you can sound like Morrissey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas vocally, you can't always. No, not at all. <laughs> so back at the diner, they just finished their meal. And they're out to the hot fudge Sunday portion of the 18-course meal, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Frank gets the feeling that McDaniel fought in the Gulf. Right. And he's like, no, but he was a soldier and he was captured and tortured. He lost all that he loved and cared for, um, but would never surrender. If he had, everyone would have been conquered by now. And Fred asked, by who? Saddam? Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah. Uh, and McDaniel's like, I'm not aware of that system, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to yeah. approach him. Yeah, no? kind of system, system lord. Sure. Um, but Medaniel doesn't want to fight anymore. He just wants to eat hamburgers and have friends and with friends and eat Sundays and be with good people like Fred. Right. And Fred's like, you know, all good things must come to an end. Uh, but Daniel's, Medaniel's like, no, only evil things must come to an end. Good things, it is possible to go on forever. Yeah, except you're foreshadowing things that are not good things. I'm also just the person, like, I am of the generation, like many people, I literally cannot hear all things, all good things come to an end and not think of the finale of Star Trek Next Generation. Oh, see, I wish I knew what that was. (laughs) Well, it's the finale of Star Trek Next Generation. (laughs) Oh, sad times. We'll get you to watch it, don't worry. (laughs) It's coming. Uh, I think between you and and Boyfriend Nick, I'm just having a brain. Boyfriend Jesse? Oh, shit, I totally got him wrong. (laughs) I got a bartender. My uh, boyfriend's Nick. (laughs) That was fun. This is a sign that we hang looks, out too much. Yeah, that yeah. she thinks my confuses my boyfriend and her boyfriend. Nobody tell boyfriend Jesse that. Um, yeah, I think between the both of you, my brain is just going to get shopped full of every sci-fi thing that has ever existed. And you will be happy. Also, for some it. kung fu. Yeah, <laughs> just because that's uh, it's boyfriend Jesse's thing. Well, I don't know kung fu, yeah. so I I have not fu. been jacked into the Matrix yet. <laughs> I do not know kung fu. Yeah. Uh, so Jilk wakes up from Kelnarim. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, his success. He goes and looks for Otilk and finds him in the bathroom, scissors ready. Because if he's about <laughs> going to remain in this body, he must shave the head. This might be my favorite part because I'm convinced, <laughs> I'm convinced that this isn't true. That Jilk's just like, I'm going to fucking have some fun. If my body's going to die anyway, here's the thing, like, because this asshole can't get Kelnarim right, here's the thing, like, shaving his head. <laughs> it does. This is the kind of like I'm telling a joke, but no one realizes it's yeah, a joke that yeah. Tilk might pull. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
I mean, I think he, there's some part of him yeah. that believes it, but yeah. also he's like, also, this will be really fun. <laughs> this will be but, really fun to but do. But he does go, this is not a joke. And and he goes, Teal'c, you will not shave my head. <laughs> and he's like, this is presently my head, O'Neal. <laughs> How are you going to stop me? <laughs> so it's like, it's temporary, though. I just have to find Medaniel. And so he goes, he's like, I'm going to go see Hammond. But just promise you won't touch the head. Yeah. Until I get back. I love that this is the thing that ignites the fire under his ass. He's like, he's gonna ruin my beautiful, thick head Which of hair. Which like, you realize hair grows back. Yeah. But yeah. he would have to live weeks yeah. with, like, the buzzed... He'd have to wear that ball cap all the time. Like, I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure you had a crew cut a couple times in your That's life. That's very fair, yeah. That's very fair. Uh, and then RDA does a perfect eyebrow raise. Like, a perfect eyebrow That raise. is pretty good, yeah. It was pretty fun. You think he practices, like, offset? They well, sit there and they, like, play? Jack has done eyebrow raise a couple times, but this was a perfect teal guy. Yeah, like, raise. I feel like if I ever hung out with Dwayne Johnson with The Rock, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, teach me. Teach how do you, me. How do you, how do you I do have it? tried for years to get a one eyebrow raise, and I've never been able to do it. Yeah, I, Boyfriend Jesse does one. But it's a little more uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker <laughs> than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those where it's like, oh, you're doing it again. You're doing it. He's like, I don't even know how I did it. It's like, well, you did it. And it's really fun to watch. Um, and in so he goes to Hammond's room and Jill comes in and says that he wants to be more involved in finding Daniel. Um, and Hammond's like, well, we got him. Credit card tracking. Yeah. He's stupid and uses credit card. Because he's and doesn't uh, understand doesn't that. Doesn't realize that the thing. <laughs> Um, and Hammond just tells him to be patient, but he can't. He's like, Daniel is dying. I, you know, I don't want to risk some Yahoo civvy officer shooting him and blowing their chance. But Hammond's like, you're not really yourself. Request denied. Here, have a Snickers. Like, (laughs) (laughs) not yourself when you're hungry. You're teal when you're hungry. Um, That would be really cool. I know. (laughs) I have to say, though, this. Now, listen, Christopher Judge is just goddamn fucking amazing in this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. But this is the one, I think he nailed RDA most in this scene. Yeah. It's just the small things of just how he puts his hands in the pockets and he comes yeah. in and the tone and his stance and everything. And I can only imagine this was so much fun to play because from what I've seen, this is like Jack is much closer to Christopher Judge's personality. Yeah. He's like, he's not a. Some actors are just like sort of more naturally stoic. Sure, yeah. None of these people are that. No, that's like, fair. Yeah. Everyone's essentially Jack. Well, I think of it this way. You know, these are probably, at this point, these people are friends. Oh, you know, yeah. They hung out a yeah. lot. It's been almost and, two and, you're, seasons. and you're getting free reign yeah. to pick all the little oh, idiosyncrasies of your the, friends. I want to say that this episode was made because backseat, they just imitate each other. Yeah. And it's like, well, how much fun would that be? It's like, oh, I would love to do that. I don't think I could get, like, I was trying to think of it. I was like, I don't even know how I would start with yours. Yeah. But that would be fun to do. And it'd be fun to watch someone else do the same. Yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. I don't do that, which is <laughs> never the case. Well, <laughs> the, the the sort of body swap episode in, in science fiction that uh-huh. is one of my favorite, because it's one of the most ridiculous, is from, again, a show we're going to get you to watch from Farscape. Oh, gotcha. Uh, okay. I forget the name of it, but... 
it's it's one where something happens and everyone swaps with everyone. Like nice, every, they get to play almost everyone. Yeah. in the episode, they yeah. get just to make fun oh, of everyone, it. especially as actors. How much yeah. fun? Like how much do they do of this naturally? Yeah. I imagine. And in yeah. I think that one's later in the season, so they have a whole bunch of like inside jokes and everything to yeah. work on. In that, yeah. it's I really good. It. Yeah, I'm for it. So after lunch in the streets. Medaniel sees a passing woman and asks Fred, how do you court a wife? <laughs> and the response is, lots of time, energy, and those credit cards. Yeah, just keep them coming. Because <laughs> that's how I am. Yep. And then uh, he, the cops begin to pull up, and Medaniel's like, I refuse to go back. And the cops <laughs> yell at him to put his hands behind his head. Fred, Fred does so immediately, and he's like, you should probably listen to them. Yeah, they um, are armed. And Medaniel sort of tries to run, because he's like, fuck no. Yeah. And they throw him to the hood of a car. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nope. Sorry. And they cuff him and they go to put him in the car. And um, he was like, Fred, you're right. All good things do come to an end. Yeah. Although they never said he was under arrest. They never said why they were taking him. They're like, just, well, they just get to make that call. This was not a scene that was made under the last there was five no years fact of checking news. Done. Yeah. There was no fact checking done before putting this scene together. This no one was read like, any rights. Exactly. Like, this scene would have been recorded on cell phones these days oh, and, yeah. like, plastered all over the news. Um, <laughs> so, in the infirmary, Sam pleads with Daniel to wake up. They found with Daniel. Um, and that Daniel can't die in her now. Um, and weekly. Hold up. Sorry. Um, so in the infirmary, Sam pleads with Daniel to wake up. They found me, Daniel. Daniel can't die. Old man Daniel can't die in her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and weekly, Daniel's like, it's nice to know that you don't just like me for my looks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's perfect timing, Janet says. Go get the machine. They're on their way. And Sam gives him a nice little kiss on the forehead uh, yeah. before she leaves. And very it's very tender. sweet. Yeah. Um, so, Medaniel is there. Uh, Hammond orders him to reverse what he did, but it's impossible. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm just not cooperating. It's actually impossible, yeah. he says. The device has a memory of every transfer. It's designed to block any reversal. Because I'm an asshole. Because I'm an asshole. So, <laughs> and I've been plotting this from the beginning. That's my thought. <laughs> so in a guarded room, Sam and Hammond visit Medaniel, and she hopes that he enjoys the view, because it's the only one you'll have for the rest of your life. That's right. Deal with it. Uh, and he wants to negotiate <laughs> for better accommodations. They're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts he starts to start apologizing for the transfer of, of Jack and Teal'c. And Hammond's like, just get to the fucking point. Right. I don't right. want to use I don't shit. care. I'm yeah. not listening to you for this. Um, he's like, the symbols you've been trying to translate are unique. It's an original code that I designed that only I know to stop the work from falling into the enemy hands. But mm-hmm. I will teach you the code. Uh, and with it, they'll be able to not only defend from the gold, but actually defeat them. And the cost is his freedom. And, and and Hammond's like, and Dr. Jackson? He goes, it's not an issue. Sam's yeah. like, back that train up and come again for Big Fudge. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> nope. And Medania's like, it was the solution for hiding my face permanently. He's a casualty of war. Um, he, I'm offering a salvation for this planet. Is that not worth the life of one archaeologist? Hammond is 
that quiet pissed. Like, yeah. don't piss off. Like, the time you're frightened of your dad because he gets quiet pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's well, like we're so much trouble. Like, yeah. we're in the kind of trouble that you can't even begin. He, he's yeah. like, no. That's yeah. not how shit works here on Earth. Yeah. And, and this is when you, when you to me, it cemented the fact that, no, he was, this guy was playing us all along. Yeah. This yeah. has always been yeah. his plan. He's not on our side. Yes, mm-hmm. he's fighting the ghouls, but that doesn't mean he's a good guy. Yeah, not That's always. What I'm convinced not of. always is the enemy of my enemy, my friend. Right, right. This guy is just kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Hammond just turns and leaves, and Sam, on the other hand, wants to get him wants him to get to know his casualty of war. Oh yeah. Um, and this is again an issue we've been dealing with for a few episodes mm-hmm. in this past run: the concept of an entire world of a couple billion people dying for a single life. Yeah. This is hard to grasp. You know, it's hard yeah. to wrap my head around this. Um, you know, and I like that that Hammond has this principle. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't give up any human life yeah. for anything. Yeah. I don't negotiate. Exactly. I'm done. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Yes. But, you know, but it's, it is hard to grasp. Yeah. If you, if you look at it as numbers, yep. it's like, well, it doesn't make sense for the numbers, but is that what makes us us? Is that well, what makes it's, it's our the, guys the good guys? It is the classic thought, thought experiment of the train. Right. Of if you, the train is going forward, you cannot stop the train. All you can do is divert the train to the left or right. And on the left is a single person. And on the right are 10 people. Right. Of which way do you send the train? Yeah. Now, if you're going to send it towards the one person, what if that one person is now your mother? Right. Or your boyfriend? Which way do you send the train? Yeah. You know, if if it's, it's your, if it is a family member versus 10 strangers. Yeah. Which is that different? Just, is that different? Well, and, and to me, it's it's not even that. It's like, we don't know the potential of any of these people. Exactly. So one of these 11 people, let's put it that way. Yeah. No secure for cancer. Exactly. Or, or it has secure for and cancer. And you don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, you can't, you can't, you yeah. can't make that call, but you have to make that exactly. call. Exactly. So it's, it's, uh, they bring this thought experiment uh, over and over. And, you know, on this, on his home planet, they made that thought experiment. Yeah. And two billion people lost their lives That's in order fair. to not turn He's this on the other over. end of it. Yeah. He's on the other end of it. Um, yeah, because then what is this person dealing with it? And what I think, the, you know, I think how he deals with it is we see that in the next, in the next scene. Because in the infirmary, Sam pointedly sits him down in a chair yeah. next to Daniel, That's old man right. Daniel. I'm just going to call him Daniel and Michello in this scene to I'm make good. it easier. Yeah. Um, and Daniel's like, well, you look good. And yeah. <laughs> Michello sort of rolls his eyes in a, you know, what do you want me to say? I'm sorry? Because yeah. I'm not going to say that. I'm not I've, sorry. Yeah. He's like, I've earned this. I've sacrificed my entire life for my people. Um for your people, my people all died. It's the least you can do is to give me a new life. That's not how sacrifice works. It's not, no. Because it's no longer sacrifice. You're no. asking for something. Sacrifice yeah. means you're doing this because you did it. But I will, if, to try to play, I don't agree with him. Yeah. But to play devil's advocate, in his mind, I must get the feeling of, look, two, two billion people died so that I can live. Like, it's now my responsibility to keep living. Because okay. these two billion people died. Yeah. If two pe- two billion people died to save me, what's one person more if I can continue being saved? Because otherwise, that their sacrifice is now moot because That's, I now die. Well, it wasn't... Yeah, this is a tough one. But yeah. it ruffles my feathers. It does. Uh, it ruffles my feathers a lot. It's 
that's your guilt. No, I know. Like yeah. I said, I'm I yeah. don't agree with him, but I'm saying yeah. I, I if I'm going to get inside of his head, sure. That's he was like, well, I'm important enough that two people, two billion people died for me on my planet. These are the people I love. These are my family. These yeah. are my people. So one more person that I don't know has to die in order to continue their sacrifice. For I think my on. thought is that that thought process didn't exist no. when other when the 2000 no. people sacrificed yes, their life exactly this thought process this person who exists now it's is not distorted. who they sacrificed it's been distorted for. Yeah. yeah so i'm not yeah you cannot this is not the same person this Agreed. is not Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so Daniel asked what right he has to to judge a value of his life. And Michello's like, you know, I've suffered more than anyone should in a lifetime. He's fought 50 years and he was betrayed by his wife who they turned into a a host. Beat that. And Daniel's like, yeah, really? Well, my wife did, too. Yeah. So. So check. Next. Yeah. Moving on. Um, and Michelle's like, yeah, well, you still have a planet and friends and two billion people died rather than surrender me to the Gould. And he was and, and Daniel's like, OK, so you get owed gratitude, but you still don't get the right to take someone else's life. That's fair, yeah. For that. There is a look that Sam gives us at this point, and, I, and it could be that she's solving this logic puzzle that she yeah. solves later on. But there's also a look to me that says, like, wait a minute, let's let's pay a little more attention to these similarities. Mm-hmm. And. It's this idea that this could almost be Daniel. Yeah. This is Daniel. Yeah. It, it, in a lot of ways, it is Daniel. Exactly. In the future. Like, this is him. Which this I is- think is why, I think, besides just, hey, it's kind of cool if you stick him in old man makeup. Yeah. I think that's why, story-wise, yeah. it's the same actor. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I, you know better than I do, I wouldn't be surprised if this somehow comes back. If this is something that happens, you know what I mean? Like, like that foreshadowing would be, for plot. Yeah, like this could be, this actually could be Daniel. Mm-hmm. Because we know him as Michelle, but who knows? Who yeah. knows? That could have been him, you know. Oh, you're saying somehow in, in a time warp it actually yep. is Daniel? Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Or, or, you know, in another planet this happens. Anyway. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if that's real, but that's my interpretation. That's kind of cool. That, yeah. Um... So, Michelle here argues that, you know, Daniel, you would do the same thing if you could. He's like, no, no, because that, you know, would make me no better than the Gould. Yeah. And that pisses Michelle off. He's like, I am not a Gould. I hate the Gould. And the camera at this point cannot zoom any tighter on either yeah. one of their faces. <laughs> the camera's like an inch away from their yeah, faces. It's like eating their eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, Daniel's like, well, you took a human's life because you believed you deserved it. Right. If you look like a Gould and you quack like a Gould, you're kind you're of gold. a Gould. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Daniel's like, my wife's still alive. There's a chance that I can still save her. And mm-hmm. Michella just brushes it off like there's no chance. Um, and Daniel's like, no, I will find her. I will find her. And then with a single tear running down his face, he goes into, as Janet says, B-fib. Yeah. Uh, and Janet runs over, performs CPR. I like the little smack she gives him first. Yeah. Like he's a TV. Yeah. It's gone fuzzy. <laughs> it's like, how, why, yeah. why was that important? <laughs> Why'd you do that part? Um, but before they can get around to shocking his heart, his pulse returns. And Michello's mind is now changed. Um, Michello would change places if he could again, but there's, there's, there's no way to do it. There's only, it's, it's only, you know, one, you can't transfer it twice. You can only transfer it once. Right. Only once idea goes off. Yeah. Um, so two points here is that one, it seemed kind of really easy to change this guy's mind. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess it was the comparison to the Gould, or either that or he had sort of pathos for Daniel's hope of finding his wife. Something hit a nerve that clicked, and he changed his mind real fast. Well, here's my thought. Okay, so... So let's 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 rewind a little in Michello's life. Yeah. This entire world gave their life for this man. Yes. This man, right? And this man has been alone since then. So he's had no one to bounce any ideas off of. Yes. But he's also been alone for this very long time. And so he's changed. He holds a lot of resentment, a mm-hmm. lot of anger, a lot of feelings. He has become more like the gold. Yeah. I'm sure that the man that was saved long oh. ago was a lot more yeah. like Daniel. No, I completely agree. And I'm I think just this saying, conversation reminded him of who he was. That's what I'm saying. I think in this moment, I think it was yeah. the comparison to, to the gold. And he's yeah. like, oh, fuck. That's oh, exactly fuck, what, what did I is. do? Oh, yeah. fuck. Get this it off me. me. Get it off me. This isn't what I have. Yeah. What have um, I become? Yeah. Also, I think Sam's like, let's do this now before he changes his mind again. Yeah. Quickly. Quickly. Um, I just solved this logic puzzle. The other thing is, is we had this addressed in an earlier episode, I remember. Uh, V-fib <laughs> is not flatline. No. Uh, that's asystole. Uh, V-fib <laughs> is like the crazy misaligned, crazy heartbeats. Yeah. Which is just as bad. You still do CPR. You still yeah. have a defibrillator. It just means you can't, you can't find a beat. You but, can't find a common rhythm. But the flatline sounds so much better in, in the sound effect. That's true. In drama. Yeah. I think it's just what we come you accustomed to. just say asystole. Yeah. Or just say he flatlined. Well, now or people just know say, the word defibrillation. Well, but I... Or he's in defib. He, yeah. But still, it's not that hard to change the line. That's fair. It's still, no, it's, fair. you say he's in asystole, it's just, just as foreign sounding to people if you say he's in V-fib. Fair. So. <laughs> I'll take it. That's all, that's all that is. So everyone gathers in the infirmary. Sam has a solution, but we have to do it fast. A, before old man Daniel dies, and B, before this fuckhead changes his mind right. again. Quickly, uh, yeah. It's like, um, dad said yes, let's go, let's go, let's yeah, go, yeah, everybody yeah. in the car. <laughs> he's like, this is really complicated, I don't have time to explain this, just do what I say, yeah. okay? Um, and so first... Um, Jack, Jilk, Jilk, and Medaniel switch. Yeah. Okay, that works. So now Jack is in Daniel's body. Yeah. And Michello is in Teal's. Yes. And Daniel plays a great Jack. I like, I think I like Daniel's Jack more. Yeah. Then, then I think Michael Shanks Jack is a lot more fun. Yes. Than Chris Jack. Chris Jack's Jack is good. They're both yeah. good. I just wish I could get a little more of that Michael Shanks Jack. I know. But I'm okay with it. It's um, good. And then, so next is Otilx and Old Man Daniel <laughs> yes. switch. So now yeah. Tilk is in unconscious in Michello's body, and yes. Daniel is in Jack's body. Yes. Um, and I have to pause to say that Daniel and Jack in each other's bodies is the best. That's kind of fun. Is yeah. the best. <laughs> I love, like, he's like, Danny boy. Yeah. Like, calls him over. <laughs> and then RDA has the perfect sort of Michael Shank like, body hug. Yeah, yeah. It's that body hug and, like, slight hunch that yeah, he does it's perfectly. It's a slightly twitchy, slightly uncomfortable in my own skin feel. Yeah. I mean, I will say this. Tilk. If you're not if you're not Christopher Judge, Tilk is a very hard character to get your head around. That's fair. Yeah. But he does a pitch perfect Daniel Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Like, that is a good one. Damn. <laughs> um and so then I wish there was some sort of callback to the movie at this point. Oh. <laughs> like, remember that time that I was also me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, that's all. <laughs> um so then Mat- Matilk 
wishes he had more time to teach Sam the symbols. And Sam's like, yeah, 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 yeah I don't I'm give a shit. I'll figure yeah. this shit out without you. Touch the handles, okay? <laughs> so now Michello is back in his body and Teal is back in his. So right. then it's Jack and Daniel's turn. Yes. Um, just again, we have to let this... I wish there was more than one scene. But they each switch bodies, and Jack is very happy. He's like, I yes! love this part. And yeah. then he turns to Teal and go, shave my head. Yeah, I, I love this part. I half expect O'Neill to, like, look down his pants and make sure that, like, little O'Neill's fine. And just be like, oh, good, we're back. Because you know he's proud of Did that Did you thing. shave this? He, he's really proud of that guy. Like, he Captain Morgan's that shit in front of the mirror. Any chance he gets. And he's like, yep. Looking good, guys. Looking good yeah <laughs> but I, I would not have been surprised if he looked down his own yeah, pants yeah. just to check that's i out. think like a cut scene that they yeah. just didn't put in the episode yeah um so then michello is unconscious as well he comes conscious one last time and thanks daniel for his holiday <laughs> and then passes and Han- Hammond very solemnly then tells the team, welcome back, SG-1. Yeah, this is a nice, like, interesting sad ending here. Like, yeah. Even, we even go to credits with, like, a slight silence. Yeah. Deal. Man, it's a little scary. I know. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but then just for next week, the episode is One False Step. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's... It's a very unique episode. Oh, my. It's a very unique episode. <laughs> um, so, the... I just, this is a, f- I like this episode because you get, it's again that nice mix of you have comedy, you have mm-hmm. serious moral conundrums you have yeah. to work through, um, you have people playing each other people, okay, which yeah. always makes fun. I dig this episode. This is a fun episode. Um, that's kind of where it is. As far as my list goes. Yeah. It, okay. So it replaces Serpent Song only because I felt that Serpent Song was weak, which was my number five. Okay. So I am putting Holiday here. I don't think it'll last long. I'm guessing as we get near the end of season two, there will be some other really fun thing to put here instead. Yeah. Um, but it's a fun episode. It, you know, it's been a long week around the world, to, yeah. to say the least. And this yes. has been kind of just a nice little way to breathe through it. Yes. Um, so our love to everybody everywhere all the yes. time. <laughs> yes. Um, this actually goes in my five as well. It cut out Tokra. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, just because I, this is just a fun episode. That I it like. is fun. I, and I, I love a good, sometimes you just needed something to help make you laugh and get you through a day. Yeah. And um, so internet hugs to all. There was something <laughs> else I was going to say about this episode. It just blanked my mind. Because oh, no. I thought of it in the middle and then I don't remember where it was going because I didn't put it in my notes. Anyways, <laughs> clearly you just get to miss out on Doesn't my matter. nice, your wit. important uh, thought that I had. It, Nixie's lost wit. It's if yeah. Somebody can find it. Somehow I've drank in this much coffee and I blanked on what I was going to say. Yeah, that's the problem when we record in the mornings now. I know. <laughs> it's so early. Uh, I get our oh, I do remember confused. what I was going to say. There it is. Sorry, go for it. No, 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 you're done. Okay. Done. Okay. What I was going to say is that, you know, we did post an article um, earlier this week. Oh, yes. Um, they, the, the powers that be of the original Stargate film have we sort of talked more about their movie reboot of, of Stargate. Oh, yes. Do. Yeah. And I posted that um, on, on Facebook, and we got a night actually more responses than we normally do, which is great, and we had some really uh, well-thought-out things. I haven't had a chance to respond to any of them yet because it's been a kind of crazy past couple of days. We have family in town and everything. Um, but, you know, a lot of people kind of are – 
could say it better than I could vocalize myself. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just on their side of of wanting to see their side of it. And yeah, yeah. this was something that was sort of taken from their hands and someone else kind of took a run with it and understand that, yeah, I can see why you want to finish the work that you did. Right. But it's also going, but it's kind of death of the author kind of thought of like, there is year, like decades of content now that since you left. I think it's, um, I think when someone commented on the page that put it in the, in the way that I best can understand it, you know, the people who are fans of the movie are just not the, no, they're, they're not the fans. They're just two and, different and universes It's always now. been a very yeah. solid line between them. Yeah. Um, and they did say that it's going to be a reboot. It's not a continuation. Sure. It's, it's going to be, you know, Jack and Daniel, I'm assuming, um, but younger characters. They're not, they're not going to bring yeah. back Kurt yeah. Russell and James Spader. Um, and they're going, but they are taking sort of stuff. I think he was talking in Empire, I think, and, and that they're going oh. to... One thing they learn from the series is to have, and it's not just from the series, it's kind of just movies and TVs in general, to have a much larger ensemble cast than to focusing on the two characters. Um, I'm sure I will go and see them multiple times. They are hoping to be a full trilogy, um, but it's just, it's it's really hard to crack that crust with me on this. I wish there were thing. a way to set it the way, and I, again, I don't yeah. know Star Trek enough, but to set it the way that Star Trek has been done, yes. where it's like, this is a completely different set of people. I think the difference is, is because even Star Trek, they're, they're spinoffs of each other. It's not two completely different creators. Right, that's you fair. You know, if I, listen, uh, in Star Trek, when it comes out, every iteration, no matter who's running it, I get excited. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Yeah. I'm not going to criticize it. I mean, I will I will criticize it, but it's still Star Trek. Like, yeah. the lowest points of Star Trek are still Star Trek. I guess I wish there was a way to glean that from the Star Trek. Exactly. You know, what from what they've done and, 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 and add it, inject yeah. it into this. Yeah. You know, and, and, and kind of remove the divide that exists. Yeah, it's just... It's it's hard because I think this is a perfect example of of the concept of death of an author. Like yep. you release this in the world, it someone else took it and ran with it. Yeah, you can't just ignore everything they did. It's tough. Yeah. Um, so I can see both sides of it, but but yeah. And then we did also want to. Um, we got a very yes, a really cool email. This, I will say yes. Okay, so. So um, someone wrote in, and when I was talking about, and the, I will, and I, I'm going to add here that I'm forcing Nixie to say this because she's really she's blushing when she does it. <laughs> I am. The first part of the email is really cool. Someone went through and did the math of when I was talking about the um, the twin paradox and did the math. And it was something like 22 years. Some really difference. cool mathy things. Absolutely yeah. amazing. I dig it. Yeah. Full. It was so good. I'm so glad someone went and did that because the math is the hard part. But the end of the email was was I think one of the most flattering things that I've someone has ever told me before. I believe it. I stand by it. They said <laughs> they loved your explanation of the science and I'm going to agree one hundred percent. And there was a and someone said that they that um that it was it was more enjoyable than than Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson sometimes, which is 
something that I can't comprehend. Yeah. Um, but it makes me want to put a lot more effort into these science I really dig segments. Them. I really dig your science sections as someone who is, and I'll stick with this. I'm not a science person, but I, I, I love, I love that this has become something that I can understand. So I'm so sorry I for my, you. my stumbling of words, but it's, I know. I made her do it. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> Um, but really that like that's one of the most heartfelt things that I have that I have someone has told me in like uh, yeah. Basically y'all we, we love my you guys. Heroes. We, thank you for listening to all of it and, yes. and this has been really, really cool stuff. So, and I can't believe we're like almost through season two. Yeah, we're almost through season two. Yeah. We have I think four five episodes left in season two. That sounds two. right. I'm not allowed to look ahead, so I have No, and <laughs> one of my favorite episodes in all Stargate's coming up very soon. Um, <laughs> for those of you who know that what's left in season two, know exactly, exactly the episode I'm talking about. I will say I did look up this episode on IMDb. Yes. Just to see how they spelled Macello. Yeah. Um, and I, I do want to mention one little thing that I found that I thought was really funny. Yeah. Is each of our leads. Yeah. That it says, for this episode, Michael Shanks played Macello, <laughs> Daniel, Teal, Jack. <laughs> Like, all the people. Yeah. And so it's like, anyway, I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, the episode, ha- it's a number. I'm sure you guys <laughs> knew which episode I'm talking about in a couple of weeks, but it's a number. And I'm it's looking forward to one it. One of the best. But for next week, we have, um, we have, um, what did I just say we had? I forgot it already because I have no memory. I know the episode. I just blanked the name. One False Step. One False Step. Got it. Um, which is, it's a, it's a very fun episode. <laughs> it is, again, one of those just, it's just Stargate. Good stuff. It's just Stargate. Done and done. Well, um, thanks everybody for listening. Yes. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, there are plenty of ways to do that. You can tweet us at Tara Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Or you can uh, email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Um, and... We also got an email there. They thankfully put spoilers in it. I cannot show this clip to Grace, and yeah. I'm hesitant to putting up on the website just because I don't want Grace or anyone else who's spoiler who needs spoilers to accidentally click on it. But just search Star Wars or Stargate Cantina, everyone. Uh, someone wrote oh, in and reminded us of this, and you can't see it yet because ah! there's clips of the future. Okay, fine. But they do the 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 Star Wars Star Wars Cantina with a bunch of uh, Stargate clips, and it's That's pretty awesome. amazing. And the before it, they have a whole bunch of the Star Wars references that have <laughs> happened in the series. Future ones that you cannot see. Fine. There's a couple of them that clearly show spoilers. Poor Grace. Poor Grace. You can watch it in a couple years. Done and done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening again. Bye. Bye.